It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. What a day. What 72, Ricky Fire, 72 degrees and sunny. I mean, a week ago this time we were in parkas and building igloos. You know what? And uh, just a beautiful spring day. And normally on Wednesday we might not have going. We got too much going on. Too much going on. We got on. everything going it on. Is, it is. It is. Except happening. Major League Baseball. Except oh. Major League Baseball. Oh, that's a hard one. That's I a hard know. one to take. I know, uh, yeah. Ricky. I don't. I don't think you're a real big Major League Baseball no. guy though. But no. I know Leland. I'm Leland. Are you? I know. Run, Henry and I are for sure. Leland, how about you? You you. Major it League. is the only professional sports that I still follow avidly. And that is about to change. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, uh, if if you hadn't if you haven't caught on, uh, it was announced yesterday that the uh, owners and players are still at an impasse. Uh, the deadline that uh, to reach a agreement uh, in this collective bargaining agreement uh, passed yesterday, and uh, uh, they are uh, one sitting in one corner sulking, sucking his thumb. The other one's doing the same thing on the other side. They're both in timeout. And, uh, and and can't uh, negotiate. So they've announced the first two series of the regular season for MLB ha- are going to be canceled. So and they're Henry. They said not 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 make not going to make them up. Yeah, uh, the only people right now is sitting here watching this and licking their chops right now is the owners of the brand new United States Football That's League. That's right. That's right. USFL. Yeah. 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 And you talk about bad time. You know, I've been in weddings and people say <clears throat> bad, bad things at the wrong time. Yeah. Uh, baseball, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, we've been kind of shut down and didn't, you know, they've had all these restrictions and you're coming off the big World Series and people are wanting to get out again and then you're going to do this right now? Are you right. kidding me? Now, one thing, Ricky, we do need to make sure that our listeners know this. This will not affect the North Northwest Arkansas Naturals. Um, no. This is for players that, that, who have been affected by this and have been locked out for, for months now are players who are on the 40-man Major League roster. Most, you know, the, the, most of the Naturals players, maybe all of them, I'm, I'm going to guess, none of, none of those guys are on the 40-man roster, uh, maybe with exception of one or two one might or two. be on there. Yeah, but uh, their season will start on time, uh, all minor league baseball. Although, although, Henry, I don't know how this is going to affect the, the AAA level because you'd have a lot of those guys on the 40 man but uh i i see it this way that what they're going to do the minor okay the 40 man roster we can't use those guys but who's not to say we can't move a few guys up and then right. free agents the, the trickle up effect this yeah. time yeah uh so if you're a fan of, of uh pro baseball man the naturals I know, you know no, they're not licking their chops about this but they could see a, a spike in attendance if this lockout you know continues for a while but Chip, and also uh, ESPN said, you know, to hell with them. We co- cover SEC baseball. There you go. Cover uh, or, or minor leagues. Yeah, our minor, or the league. minor leagues. Yeah, yeah, they could. So uh, anyway, that's what's going on uh, in pro sports. But we're going to talk about some high school sports. Yes. And I'm going to tell you what. I know our show normally runs 30 minutes. But I'm going to tell you right now, we could go three hours today if we wanted to, just based on what time of year this is. With it, uh, the regional tournaments ending yesterday and state tournaments also starting yesterday on on uh, Tuesday and then going all week. So, uh, Leland, I'm going to start down there with you. You, uh, you and I, uh, and, and Henry, I don't know why the AAA didn't make everybody do this, but Leland and I, Leland covered the 3A1 regional at Boonville. I covered uh, the first day of the 4A4 North uh, regional at Farmington. So to recap, like from last week, you know we had a blanket of, of sleet and ice that covered 
basically the entire state except for a few little pockets. And that caused regional basketball tournaments to be delayed. Some of them by, you know, by three, well, all of them by three days, pretty much, uh, except for maybe a couple. Uh, one in Mineral Springs and maybe one or two somewhere else. Mineral Springs didn't have take a day off. I think like Nashville only took one day off. They resumed play Friday and maybe another one. Uh, but m- the rest of them didn't start till Saturday. Right. So what I was going to say was I don't understand why the AAA didn't do this, but Farmington and Boonville went ahead and said, okay, they didn't get to play Wednesday or Thursday, which was a normal first-round day. So they went ahead and played eight games on that Saturday at Doubled both up. Boonville and at Farmington, got all the first-round games played, which meant their regional ended on Monday. So um, regional should have started on Wednesday and ended on Saturday. None of them, other than the ones Henry just mentioned, a couple of them, didn't even start until Saturday. Then we had the very rare, you don't see this happen very often, Sunday games. Yes. Farmington Boonville finished up on Monday and then the other three regionals that we cover, County Line Lamar and Eureka Springs ended up ended their tournaments on Tuesday night. So Leland, you were at the three A one. I Henry, I know this is your team. I haven't had a chance to see them play. Tell me about the Bergman girls. They are fantastic. I mean you don't be thirty nine and oh oh you know, oh Ricky Wow. Oh. That's <laughs> oh. not, not like. Not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leland, you had a chance to see them. What did you think? Well, um, I will have an unpopular view that I was very, I guess, I don't want to say I was unimpressed with them as much as I was impressed with Valley Springs. Who knocked the off? First two, yeah. Who the knocked first off two yeah. Do what? Yeah, they knocked off the other undefeated team in that regional, which was the Boonville girls. Which was Boonville. Yeah. Um, in the first two games of the regionals, Bergman scored 45 points in the first half of their opener. Yep. They scored 55 points in their second game in the first half. And they went on a big run again in the second half and it, or second quarter against Valley Springs, and it looked like, well, ho-hum. Well, Valley Springs came out and actually outscored them in the second half and was within, and, and I know it doesn't sound like much, but they were within nine points right. and really outplayed them the entire second half. Now, Bergman did go ahead and win. They won by double digits. They're undefeated. They're going to be the favorite in the state tournament. However, uh, the thought that came to my mind in the second half was um, – Valley Springs showed that they do have a little chink in the armor. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Now, keep in mind, Valley Springs is always a very, very good team, always very well coached. Also, yes, exactly. Also keep in mind, this was the fourth time yeah, yeah, that Bergman and Valley Springs had <laughs> yeah. played each other. Yeah. They know each other like the back of their hands they just do. about. They do. And the closest game was 17 points that was at Valley Springs the first time they played. The next two games were not even that close. Yeah. So, yes, there was a lot of things in Valley Springs' uh, favor. Uh, you know, especially, especially jumping out to that huge second quarter and taking a huge lead at the half. You know, it, like I said, it seemed like ho-hum, you know, Sounds same, like uh, same story, just uh, uh, the 38th or 39th verse. Yeah, yeah. But Valley Springs played very well in the second half. And like you said, they knocked off Boonville, which was undefeated. Right. So Valley Springs is going to be, uh, you know, I – 
they're, they've certainly put themselves in position to have a very good state tournament. Wouldn't and Boonville bounced back from their first loss. So, you know, Boonville still, um, they're – they're not licking their wounds, so I, I think they're going to be a factor as well. Man, I tell you yeah. what, that 3A, that, that regional, we, we said it, Henry, going in, that was going to be the regional to watch, and, and it was. Yeah, and now the way the thing, the bracket is now set up, you have Bergman on one side, and I'm not sure the teams that might contest them on the upper half of that bracket, but you look at the other side of that bracket, you're going to have Boonville, you're going to have Valley Springs, and you're going to have Lamar all on that same side all of practice. There's side. some collision courses that's fixing to take place. There are. There are. So Leland was at the 3A Region 1 at Boonville. Also in that region, the Elkins uh, boys. A close game with Cedarville like we knew it would be. Uh, and uh, they end up winning on the boys' side. Boy, Elkins uh, – Ricky, they've, they've, uh, their boys' basketball team have had a really, really good – a really good season. Um, I think I did a story early on under down, under down six yes. foot seven. He's been fantastic. Uh, they expected that from. But the kid, oh Brandon Welch, uh, Braden Welch, is it Brandon Welch? It's Welch. I know Braden, that. Braden. Braden. Okay. And he, uh, you know, with their quarterback, and it took him a while to get in sync. Now, now he's a big number two option for them. And between, you know, good guard play and you got under down underneath, so they are a threat. Yeah, I've enjoyed correct. watching that. They're well coached over there. So look forward and see how they do. Now, Ricky and I uh, were at the 4A North, and uh, as expected, Farmington girls rolled to the girls' championship. Ooh. Farmington boys rolled to the regional tournament championship. Um, Ricky, the, the girls, really neither team was, was really threatened in, the, in that regional. You know what? When you host, you know, Things can go bad sometimes, but, man, they just rolled. Uh, let's talk about Lane Taylor. He's not the most, you know, athletic-looking guy, but, man, that kid can play. He did a uh, – I said, here the white kid did a step-back jumper yeah. right there. And threw you it know, right, right in their face. Yeah, in their threw grill. it right in their yeah. face. And he, is a, he, he scored uh, 25 the first game, Pottsville. Then he scored – uh, 33 points, and then he scored 32. He's a fantastic player, and they're getting a lot more out of the um, the other kids have really come along. Well, let me back up. You don't win a state champion with one, no. one kid. Let me let me back up just a second, Ricky. I will say this. Uh, against Pottsville, Henry, uh, Pottsville had cut a one-time 20-point Farmington lead down to about 11. Okay. okay. They cut it down, which I know 11 is still, you know, a double-digit. double, double digit, But but Pottsville was rallying. They, they were rallying, and, and – uh, so Farmington needed a – they kind of needed something to kind of stop that Pottsville run a little bit. And uh, so Lane's dad, Johnny Taylor, the coach at Farmington, kind of yep. gave Lane that – the look. Yep, hey, I read that. go do something. Yep. And uh, Lane did. He, dro he drove the lane, uh, split their zone, uh, goes up in the air, draws contact, flips a little finger roll in – not quite George Gervin. His hand wasn't over the rim. Yeah. But a but little finger roll in, a little floater, got fouled, makes the layup, Hits the free throw, three-point play, game over. You know what? He, he's a scorer. I guess yeah. that's what. He's also a facilitator. Facilitator. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and just a fantastic effort. Uh, like I said, the rest of the crew's really gotten a better. Be so interesting to see how they do. Now switching over to girls. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And uh, I can see some of the people up in the stands. You got Jenna 
uh, Lawrence out there, six foot three. She made, ain't all they got, Ricky. No, she ain't all they got. <laughs> but you know what? It's fun to watch a six foot three it go is. out there and pop three pointers. But I tell and she you just what. dominated inside. Then you got Carson Dillard. Yeah, I, I love Shirey. I love Shirey. She's steady. Reese is steady. She 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 runs that team. Uh, yeah. She's very steady. Almost like she's the daughter of a coach. Oh, yeah. well, who would have thunk it? Yeah, who would have thunk it? Uh, but she steadies that team. She makes sure the players get where they're supposed to be. I love Carson Dillard. Ricky, yeah. she is a cold-blooded player. I mean, she will, she, she'll step back and hit that, drop that three right in your face. Well, and look at you, that picture in our paper. Exactly. You know what? That didn't phase her at all. She took a shot to the chin, shook it off, went to the free throw line, boom, boom, two free throws. She said to the uh, Prairie Grove, what else you got? Yeah, what we're talking about in our newspaper and our website, there's a beautiful picture by uh, uh, J.T. Wampler, yep. Wampler where Carson Dillard getting a uh, defender hit her right on the chin. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she still made the shot. Uh, she goes in, nothing uh, uh, stops her. She's a fantastic player. She's going to be playing at Southwest Oklahoma. Something like I that, think. yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, and that's what I talked about, Brad uh, Johnson, the girl. That's a, it's not just Jenna. No. And they got six, seven, eight kids score almost exactly. every game. Exactly. So fantastic program yeah, over exactly. there. So that's the 4A, Farmington, Farmington. The 3A1, we had – oh, go ahead, Henry. Yeah, I am fixing to drop something on you. I've been holding for two days okay. about the Class 4A state tournament. Uh -oh. Okay. And it has to deal with Shiloh Christian's okay. boys. Okay. A, are, shot, a surprise. Going we would all agree, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Okay, I, maybe okay. they're just playing at the right time. Okay. But they're going in as the number three seed. Right. They will open up the tournament against the Fountain Lake Cobras. Okay. So we have Saints, Cobras, Christians, Serpents, snakes. you Ser know. Snakes on planes. Yeah. We, like we've seen this story before, yeah. so, but forget the fruit. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. The future of Shiloh Christian's boys' basketball program lies on this one game. Okay. And I'm fixing to tell you why. Oh, yeah. We, we talked all along during the fall about the private schools and this competition and equity factor. Right. If Shiloh Christian's boys win that one game, right, they will be a Class 4A school for the next four years. Okay. But if they lose... They will drop to 3A. Or 3A. Because of the flip side of that equity factor, Ricky, and that yeah. they ain't been they, so great the last yeah, time. Yeah, just for basketball <laughs> won't affect football, right? No, no what, football's what, there in 5A. Fo There's, football is yeah. in 5A. Okay. So we're sitting here. So let's say Shallow Christian does win this one game. Well, they'll be 4A. But the girls, they didn't get enough equity points. They're in 3A. So that's going to leave Shallow uh. Christian with a question. What are they going to do about it? They better get another bus. Well, <laughs> well we talked about this months ago that this was going to be a possibility, not yeah. just a possibility, a, but a, a it was reality. going to happen at some yeah. point with somebody. Whether and, and most, of the t most of the time I've been talking about Pulaski Academy, that their boys' team would be not only in a different conference, but a different classification They're as girls. their girls. And, and like you were about to talk about, just the logistics of a Friday night. Let's say that the schedule works out that Shallow Christian's boys and girls are at home. They're going to be playing different teams, I guess, at 6 o'clock and 7.30 from different classifications. Right, right. Yeah. It's, well, well Subiaco's been doing this for, for years, you know, with boys and no girls. No girls. You know, so. But on, on the flip and side Catholic of this. And Catholic you know, St. Mary's. Right, yeah. right. On the flip side of this, you could have, if Shallow Christian's girls are 3A, 
they could be playing at Valley Springs right. while their boys could be at Prairie Grove or Gravit or, or, Henry, or Ozark. Let me ask yeah. you this and say, Shadow, man, we can't afford that. We can't have, have – uh, could the girls and say, we want our girls also playing 4A? Glad you asked that one, Rick, because I have discussed this with Joey Walters, who is the Deputy Executive Director of the Arkansas Activities Association. We spent some time working on this Monday, and he told me that two very uh, smaller schools, Conway St. Joseph and okay. Conway Christian, okay. they were in the same situation, that one of the teams was going to be 1A, the other team was going to be 2A. Both of those schools have already told the activities, Arkansas Activities Association, hey, we'll take the risk. We're, bump us bump up, us bump all the teams up to yeah. Class 2A. Yeah. So it is possibility. I've even, yesterday I called Jeff Conaway about it. I said, hey, what's Shiloh Christian going to do in this situation? And his answer was, we don't have an answer we yet. We don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> we know nothing. That'd be a disaster. I know they just yeah. had to suck it up and move up. Oh, and and one other thing, too, about – oh, you're, are you at the Indy 500? Leave it where are you at? Uh, so, one other thing, too, that was interesting about this 4A North Regional, Henry, I've never seen this in 20, plus, in 20 years of being in Arkansas. I've never seen one conference sweep the other conference in all eight games. Boys and all girls. four boys, all four girls of the 4A one – Beat their four a four counterpoint uh, counter counter hearts. hearts. Yep, all four all eight games, four girls, four boys in the first round. I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, and it ended up turning into the four a conference invitational part, whatever yeah. it is yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. So that's the four a and the three a one. Now let's go to the three a three where uh, Harold McIlvain was back with us last night. Yeah. Welcome back, Harold. Uh, he covered the championship game last night. How about the Lamar girls? And, Henry, I think you alluded to them a while ago, being in that you know same side of that bracket with Bergman uh, for state. But the uh, they had a, a, a lost a, a, a beloved teacher at their school at Lamar. Yes. Very small community, so you know it hit the kids hard. Had her funeral earlier in the day yesterday. Then Lamar girls came out, and they won. They beat Mayflower in the girls' championship game there. And then on the boys' side, it was Episcopal beating – I'm sorry, Mayflower beating Episcopal in the boys' championship game. But some good games were played over there um, in that 3A3 regional. And I know we don't talk about them a lot because I think Lamar's our only team in that conference, right? That, that's or, correct. Everybody it? else is uh, beyond West. Yeah, yeah. West. Um, but anyway, so Lamar girls win, that, win the championship, Mayflower boys. Uh, now, moving to the 2A. Now, Henry, you got to see some really good, good boys and girls basketball last night, but but particularly the boys. That Lavaca and Eureka Springs, that must have been a great game. That was a fantastic – the one thing I could say about the atmosphere at Eureka Springs, first of all, let me interject this. I had never covered anything at Eureka Springs ever until last night. Gotcha. So I was walking into a new environment. I didn't know what to expect. The first word that popped in my mind was electric. Wow. I mean, the fans got into it. Yeah. You know, small school basketball, you got to love it. You, Fantastic. And not to say, you don't have hype videos on the scoreboard. Yeah. You don't have the whatever it is 
you know, they just come out there and they go get it. And Henry, that's, that's a good what, point. Exactly. Yeah. When I go to seven or six A games, they got these videos, and it's like a ten minutes the before they even. Yeah. But no, we, we I think. And the then Lee, they score thirty five points. Yeah, uh, Leland uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. said we all cut our teeth on small school exactly. basketball, exactly. and I've all I've always been a three A, two A, one A kind of person. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> now. Um, the boys' game, you know, I mean, these are, these are two of the better teams, you know, in Class 2A in the state, Eureka Springs and Lavaca. It was a great game. Did Lavaca, uh, did they did they travel pretty well, Henry? Did they have a, quite a few fans there last night, or did they? They traveled well. That Good. was Because I was sitting on the side with the, where it was stationed at, with the Lavaca people, and they were just as vocal as, at times, as the Eureka Springs people. So you had Eureka Springs on one side, Lavaca on the other, and... We got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about you? <laughs> I love that. Uh, you don't want yeah. the kind of spirits I've got. There you go. <laughs> uh, so the boys, County Line wins that one, beats Slovakia, and again, in a battle of two really great teams. The girls uh, was Mansfield. Uh, what? Well, that's a nice long hike for Mansfield to get to Eureka Springs, wow. but it was well worth it. Uh, Eureka Springs gets Edges Cotter in the uh, championship game on the girls' side. Yeah. Uh, and again, one of the. One of the lower scoring games, uh, but yeah, it was like in the thirties. You know, the thing I, I noticed there at Eureka Springs when they were warming up was the rims seemed looser than a little I've soft. No, a little soft. And uh, I had one of the players noted me noted to me about it last night. They didn't like those loose rims. They'd they rather have them tighter and stuff like that. And Maybe that had something to do with the low scoring and stuff like that. Or well, they, they just opened the arena, so they might not have gotten all the nuts and bolts tight. You know, everywhere they possibilities. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so that was the two A, and uh, Henry got a really good pick. It was you took the picture. Somebody took the picture of all the floor on the floor was <laughs> covered in fans and uh, take cutting the nets down. And yeah, that's that's what small town basketball is yeah. all about. Yeah, that was well. Fantastic. And one of the remarkable things about Mansfield, you know, they started the season at one point they were seven and six overall, okay. one game above five hundred. They were one and two in the conference. Well, they kicked it in the gear. And so, and so to be the the region champs, of course, they were the outright uh, conference champion, the, right. the district champion, and now to be the region champion is is quite a turnaround for them. Man. So let's take it down to the 1A1. Uh, Walter Woody was at uh, Branch uh, County Line, hosted the 1A1 Regional. And, again, a, a great battle in the boy, on the boys' side for the championship. County Line and the new school out of Fayetteville. Um, and County Line wins that one 61-47. But what a great game. These are two teams that are both won 30 games. And keep in mind, these are get teams from the same conference. You know, And so this is a conference that produced three – 30 win teams in this conference. Yeah. County Line, New School, and Ozark Catholic, all 30 win teams out of that one conference. Yeah. And let's bring up this point. I, I'm i sure you guys saw the text, but I saw it Monday morning from uh, Cody Vaught, the coach there at Ozark. Four years ago, Ozark Catholic was out practicing basketball on a concrete slab. Out on the playground. Basically. On the playground. <laughs> yeah. That's where they the held, held their basketball practices. Would you like to do that in 95-degree weather in September? Well, Leland would. Not not me, <laughs> but Leland would. <laughs> now that's a, they're a tiny town, right? Tiny town, yep. Yeah. Yep. And so they they uh, they have – Cody's done a terrific job there with them. Of course, he was at West Fork uh, for a little while. He, did he, he replaced David Farrell, I believe, when Farrell left, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Of course, now David is at the new school. Cody is at – 
Ozark Catholic, so that's that's fun right there. And of course, our, our guy uh, is it Brunson? Is that is that his name? Brunson at uh, at County Line, Leland. What's it? What's what? Brunson, Joe, yes, Joe Brunson. Brunson. Uh, what a great job that he's done at County Line. Uh, they are solid every year. Uh, this is th- 36 wins or 34, however, whatever their record is, 30-something, 30 36-4. and four. Uh, Not a surprise there. He's done a great job. So County Line uh, beats the new school out of Fayetteville, 61-47 in the regional well, championship. If you'll remember, you had sent Walter down to County Line, gosh, it seems like two months ago now, right. to cover that first regular season game right. or the first conference game between the two schools. And New School rolled to a, a pretty sizable win. Yep, yep. And then since then, County Line now has won three in a row against them. Wow. They they have. And, of course, the girls' game there, uh, Leland, was just as good of a game. Uh, Kingston girls. <laughs> Kingston. Yeah, yeah, Kingston. Well, you know, all they do is win, Henry. That's all they do is hoop, and they win. Uh, they won the girls' championship over Western Grove in a very close game, 52-49. So congratulations to the Lady Yellow Jackets for winning that one. So they won the girls' 1A1 regional. So lots and lots of good basketball. And uh, I've posted this on Facebook that, you know, uh, you guys and, and this this crew did such a great job. Henry, I don't think – I don't know that we missed a game, having a game report in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette from any – of the regional games that I'm aware of, if we did miss one or two, it, it wasn't it wasn't more than a handful. I, I don't think, think Monday's paper. I think it had 24 roundups, and that was just roundups, not counting the games that we right. actually covered. Right. But 24 roundups in Monday's paper. Well, it was so large, uh, Leland, that we had to go up. And if you're you know a subscriber to our to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, you get the digital edition. We had three three pages that were not in the normal sports section that were digital only. Of course, the great feature you had on Matthew Wilson uh, from UA Fort Smith. We had all of the indoor prep uh, state indoor track and field um, from that day, uh, from from Saturday that Henry had compiled. We had a separate roundup just on spring sports that day. The the roundup file itself was going to be well over 100 inches uh, for the second day in a row. Um, and, you know, and the thing about the roundups, uh, you know, so many of us, uh, you know, we've all done this. A nice way of saying we're old is we've done this so long that we want to go beyond just this team led 10 to 7 after one quarter and right. 23 to 20 at halftime and 43 to 30 after three quarters. And the leading score was this girl and then this girl. Yeah, we go. We try to go beyond that and tell you something about right. why that team, even in a roundup. Yep why yep. that team outscored the other one 23 to 10 in the first quarter or why okay so this team came back and won how did they come back with that rally in the fourth quarter we all try to go above and beyond just right the normal roundups well we also want to give uh, thanks to to the tournament directors at Boonville at County Line at Eureka Springs and at Lamar for providing us the information that we needed, whether it be taking a photo of a scorebook or whatever manner. Um, each one of us was given a, a regional to cover. Henry had the, the Eureka Springs. Leland had Boonville. Rick, you and I had Farmington. Uh, Kevin Taylor took care of Lamar. And who am I forgetting? Uh, some I can't remember. Anyway, those tournament directors also were a great help. But uh, I got to tell you, boys, uh, nobody had a better day than I did on Saturday, and I can tell you this, and I'll tell you why. I got to spend some quality time with Jim Stafford and Charlie Berry, 
on Saturday. That's good and company, good that, people. That trumps anything yep. any of you guys got to do on Saturday or any of the days of the regional uh, because that is about uh, 2,000 wins, <laughs> a little over 2,000 career wins yep. right there. And I thought you were fixing to say 2,000 years experience. Uh-oh. And then and 2,000 <laughs> million trips to the hospitality room for both because that's where they were at. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I always, always, uh, you know, relish those opportunities to be with those guys and see those guys. And that's what, to me, that's what small school basketball is about is seeing people that you, coaches that you, you know, that you really have liked in the past, maybe they've retired, maybe they're, you know, whatever, and just getting a chance to, you know, go over there and shake, shake Charlie Berry's hand and, you know, tap Jim Stafford on the shoulder. And, and, uh, those are, uh, that means a lot to me, especially as I get older. Um, you know, just getting just getting to spend a few minutes with those guys is, is always. Yeah, I, I saw a Bo, a Bo um, uh, the athletic director Bo over Thompson. there. Thompson. Yeah, and he played it. He played over there, and he was over there. I said, "Man, uh, you still trying to get some knowledge from these guys?" Yeah, yeah, you better yeah. believe those it. guys have forgotten a whole lot more basketball than Bo will ever know. But he, he's, he's <laughs> well, smart, and the, he's and the thing about get, these yeah. these smaller schools is that these. District tournaments, regional tournaments. This is a entire community yes, involvement. Exactly, yes. exactly. And, and when and when you go there and you see the the hometown, like the the little pizza place up the road at Boonville, was the one that provided the food at the hospitality room on Monday night. Wow. Okay. And you see all the coaches there from the school doing different things. Uh, you know, I talked to Scott Hyatt, you know, the former oh, Boonville yeah, football was, oh, coach. Yeah, and, you know, Scott, it's yeah. just so many people at the schools and these volunteers yep. and the community itself. They yep. just rally around stuff like this. And that's what I, you know, I know the way the AAA, you know, they, they award these or whatever. And I always hate it when we don't get – I hate it when we don't get every <laughs> tournament, you know, because I, I, I just love going to the tournaments. And I just love seeing, you know, those coaches and that kind of thing. Um, it's a lot of work. I mean, you know, we, we put in a lot of work last, you know, last week, but it's worth it. Um, and, uh, you know, and it, it was Henry, I think, that said I cut my teeth on the small school yeah. basketball. Oh, and yeah. and okay. that's, uh, that's, that's what it's, that's what I love. I, no knock against the 6A and I love all that. And, you know, seeing Fayetteville play and that kind of thing. But, but man, send me down to West Fork. Let me get, a, you know, a little piece of fried chicken from the hospitality <laughs> room and a fried pie from Lita's and, and get to hang out with, with, you know, David Farrell and, and you know, and, and Jim Stavio, you know, whatever, yep. hang out with those guys. And, and that, that, to me, is uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So uh, that's what's going on basketball-wise. Now, to catch everybody up, so we got the regionals finished up last night. Now every classification is in state tournament play, uh, will be this week. The 6A and 5A started on time on Tuesday. Uh, wow, how about Springdale Harbor? And their boys just absolutely obliterated Northside yesterday. I think I read it somewhere uh, where Tommy Deffenball said the only thing he did not like about that game was his kids were fouling too much. Yeah. Everything else was just falling right in place. Well, they uh, Harbor had started out the season well, lost one of their key players, uh, really struggled with that uh, from that point on. But uh, I don't know how much Northside Ricky had scouted Cameron Mays, but let me tell you, if they didn't know much about him before the game – they certainly knew a lot about him now because he was throwing up shots from all over the place last night. Uh, that kid's got ability to get hot. I've seen him miss a few, but, man, he, uh, when he gets hot, though, uh, he can fire it up, and he learned all that from his older sister, didn't There you he? go. That's right. She can still whoop him. She's still whooping. Yep. Uh, now, Leland, I know you are a subscriber to this theory, and I know, Henry, you've heard this too. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. 
And Cameron, he don't mind putting up those shots. <laughs> he don't mind at all. So congratulations to Tommy Defaball, one of the absolute great guys yes. in, in high school basketball coaching in this state. And uh, hate it for Eric Burnett that they had to play each other in the first round. But congratulations to Northside. Also, Bentonville boys, boy, Henry, they kicked it into gear, and they absolutely ran over Conway last night. And this was a good Conway team. Yes. A very – like we lo- love to talk about some teams when you hear them, they, they're scrappy. Yeah. Conway is a scrappy team, but yeah. my goodness, 89 points. 89. I'm sitting here. I want to ask Dick Rippey, where did that come from? Because I hadn't seen it all year. Well, I read uh, Eric Taylor, I think, had a tweet, or might have been in his game story, that uh, you know the arena down there at Little Rock Southwest is a brand-new arena, and uh, Jalen Lee almost did a shack on the goal down there last night and almost pulled it down. The guard? He threw, he threw, guard? A, he threw a dunk down so oh, hard wow. that, that that thing was shaking. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Bentonville, uh, they, uh, they, they, uh, they, they made a statement. They made a statement last night, so good for them. Uh, Rogers and Rogers Heritage girls both lost in the first round yesterday, so they've been eliminated. Uh, Fayetteville girls were playing now, and uh, of course we'll have full coverage of all of the state tournaments. The six A going on right now. Uh, Little Rock, uh, Eric Taylor, our guy in Little Rock, is taking care of that. Uh, Greenwood girls, uh, Leland, their game was close until the tip off, and then it wasn't close anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, fifty, you know, fifty-six to thirty-five. I was a little surprised when I saw that score yeah. for a first-round game and a one versus a four. Now, again, it's the first round of the state tournament. It's at a different site, and um, you know, it's um, you just never know what you're going to get as far as these first round or really the matchups between these different conferences. Right, right. Hey, Leland, and because uh, I've I've heard a coach tell me years ago. No matter how good your team is, the, fir- the that first game is going to be the That's toughest. Right. He's right. He's right. Yep. You know, get a little Absolutely. Nerve, get a little nerve, every one of them will tell you that. Yep. yep. So Greenwood girls win. Greenwood boys go down um, in the first round. So the 5A tournament's going on at Sheridan. Uh, Jeff Krupshaw from the Little Rock uh, down at Little Rock is taking cover in that for us. Uh, so those two got started on time. The 4A Tournament down at Magnolia, which Leland has got his horses saddled up. They've been watered. He's got his supplies ready to go. He's about to go down to Magnolia uh, to cover the foray, which starts on Thursday tomorrow. Um, so we'll ha- and then Henry got his horses saddled up, watered up, got his supplies bought. He is riding up through the Ozarks, through the mountains, up the other way to Harrison to cover the. You don't just take a mule then if you're going up the hills. They're well, better. They got better. Maybe a Festus is taking it. Okay. But they decided to go with a, just a horse, two horses, in case one horse goes down. That way he can. Okay. Switch. So he's got that going on. And then uh, the 2A, Leland, I think, is going to take a little side trip down to Junction City uh, for maybe a little little uh, Lavaca, uh, maybe Eureka Springs. We can talk him into it. But but keeping an eye on, on those teams for us down there. Oh, they, they, okay. At least maybe for a, a, a little – Brief what a uh, game or two. Over How there. far are those two sites apart? Not too far. It's not bad. It's it's fairly close. Yeah, he uh, he's going to jog it over from. He's got his running shoes on. So that mean you don't have time to go to Hot Springs, place a couple bets for me? Well, he may go through there. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, and then the one A, Henry, I've gone blank. 
It's at Moralton. Moralton. They're Moralton. hosting for Wonderview, right? right. Wonderview. Yeah, Wonderview is the host team, but they're playing at Moralton. So that's going on with uh, with the basketball, getting state. Uh, now, because of the delay of the regionals, the some of these lower classifications, they're not going to get to their semifinals until like Sunday and Monday. Monday will yeah. be the semifinals. Yeah, Monday. So, in fact, the Farmington girls, Ricky, I don't think they even play until Sunday. Neither yeah. uh, neither Farmington team plays till Mon- uh, till Sunday. 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 So that so that's uh, that. Now, before we get out of here today, I know we've we've already gone over, and I told you we could go three hours yes. if we wanted to, but we're going to cut it off at an hour and forty five. I'm just kidding. Uh, so we got that going on now, Ricky. You were over uh, at the pool. Did they give you a floaty, anything, or in case you got too close to the pool if you fell in? But you covered the six A swim and dive. Yes. Uh, state. Uh, meet and uh, to no one's surprise, Bentonville girls four now straight years that they have won the state championship and they they swam and dived their way to the championship Saturday. Uh, four peat for Bentonville. It's become you know Bentonville West girls are second, so Bentonville um, they really got it going up and swimming there. I think one of the girls was from New Jersey that swims for Bentonville now. So they build quite a reputation as the swim capital, I guess, of Arkansas. You but you also got to give credit down there. The, uh, the Little Rock boys came back with a strong uh, finish, and they won in the boys' division. Uh, I tell you, if you've never been to a swim meet, I mean, they go, go, go. There's 24 events, and as uh, soon as two or three, no, six of them get out of the water, they get six more in there. It's kind of hectic, kind of hard to keep up with. I'm not like Henry, you know, in track. There's a lot of agate, a lot of numbers, and I don't cipher very well. So um, you're going to have to uh, help me, Henry. But anyway, it was exciting, especially when you look up there and they set a state record. That's all exciting. A new, a new exciting. record or just a record? Just a record. Oh, just a record. Hey, the PA <laughs> guy kept saying new record. Oh, boy. And I was going to uh, put you on the phone let you I talk I would have hit him with a water balloon. I, don't, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. get involved in that. But yeah. it, it was exciting for them kids. Now, I got to tell you, too, Ricky, I saw you got Kevin Brumfield in your story. And uh, that is a family that I think a lot of. Uh, his older brother, Eric, um, played played for me on my youth team, baseball teams that I coached at Springdale. There's very few families out there better than the Brumfield family, and Kevin has done a great job in the pool um, for them. So I was, I was happy to see him. I think yeah. he set a state record. Yeah, he set a record. Yeah. Looked yeah. up there. Uh, I got a kick out of him looking up there at the scoreboard and see that he had won uh, a set of record. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. So we've, uh, we've had our state wrestling uh, concluded two weeks ago. State swim and dive concluded Saturday. Uh, and then we're we're making our way in, but you know what? But spring spring sports started Monday. We got baseball, softball, and soccer, and all that going on now. Mm. So this two, this these two weeks, it's two weeks of overlap mm-hmm. uh, with state you know state basketball tournaments and then championship games, and then spring baseball, softball, and all that. So this is the two week overlap, um, and then you know we're gonna I mean conference play for baseball, softball, soccer, all that starts. The Monday after the state championship basketball games are played on that Saturday. Hey, Chip, and I saw even one you guys had uh, Bentonville lacrosse. Uh, <laughs> I did, yeah. Uh, in our story. Yeah. Got a guy uh, in the paper. Yeah, Steve Dittmore sends that to me. Uh, I don't know much about lacrosse, and his stories are somewhat confusing to me because I don't understand the game. It's, he talks about ground balls and uh, face offs and, and <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, Ricky, you know what my philosophy is. I, we've said this all along. Whatever gets those kids off that couch and outside, Absolutely. I'm for it. I'm Absolutely. all for it. So I uh, also want to mention, too, the UAFS uh, men's and women's teams both lost in the first round. Leland, the basketball team, was on kind of on a roll. Leland jinxed them, uh, wrote a nice story about Matthew Wilson, and they lost in the first round. But that's okay because Matthew Wilson was deserving of a story. And what a kid. 
uh, from Farmington. Great family. Bobby Wilson, dad, the dad, mom and dad, great people. Ricky, you remember he signed with Delta State, played yes. two seasons there. Then when his head coach took the job at UAFS, he packed up Matthew so in a suitcase and, Matt, yep. and brought Matthew back home. A brilliant three-year career there. And Leland, he's not done. Uh, I know your story alluded to this. I talked to his daddy Bobby about this. And uh, he's got – he definitely got some possibilities to play overseas, and he's going to pursue those opportunities. And I know you guys, you know, you love to say that he's from Farmington, and that's great. He's one of uh, – you know, he's one of our guys exactly. in this area. Yes. And I know he's from Farmington, Farmington, but I tell you, one of the best interviews that I've ever had in my life, one of the most impressive young men that I've ever talked to, um, and he has spent the last three years in Fort Smith. Yep. You can claim so it. We're, so we're claiming him there now. There you go. There you go. You can claim it. Bobby be okay with that. He said, what's they, they used to say, I don't care what they say about me as long as they're talking about me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a super career. Over 1,800 points yeah. scored in college Yes. Yep. In, uh, in these five years. And I know that I don't think they're really counting last year's stats, but he still scored over 1,800 points in his five-year career. Exactly. Uh, and it was fun going back and doing a little research uh, for that story to go back and look at the Farmington because, you know, they were in that blended 6A-5A yeah, yes. conference yeah. with Russellville yes. and Greenwood. Yep. And uh, and going back and watching, and I and had forgotten that I had covered a game where he was 11 of 31 shooting when they lost to Alma. Yeah, yeah. Because they had three guys guarding him when he came across half court. <laughs> well, a month later, when they went to Farmington, he scored 44, and they won by up. 20. He lit them up. Yeah, <laughs> he lit them up. Uh, so that was a great story, Leland. And, uh, yes. man, it's just uh, this is the fun time of year. And, uh, I, you know, just I love the spring. I got my lawn chair. Ricky, I got my pencil sharpened up. Got my got my baseball scorebook uh, pages all copied. Got my lawn chair in the in the back of my truck. I'm carrying with me. It'll be back there until the middle of May, and uh, it is it is to me it is spring sports season now. I know we got basketball, got to finish up, but but uh, I'm I'm in baseball mode now. Well, see, I, I, you know, I'm always a little slow. I'm a little bit older, and and I can only concentrate on one thing. I haven't covered any outdoor sports now. How many points is that when they go across the, that diamond there? And baseball, and and how many points? You know, you're still within backhand, (laughs) (laughs) within reach. My arms ain't that long, but they're pretty close. It it takes me a while. I'm not good at transition. I stopped a softball practice the other day because I had a girl ask me how many points does that that team have, and I said, "See, that's where I got it from." We've got to uh, first first of all, we gotta we gotta understand here in in softball and baseball, we don't. There's no points. There there are no points, and there's no frames. That's right. Save the frames from bowling. Exactly. Exactly. So, anyway, uh, that will do it for today's and this week's edition of Prep Riley the Podcast. And we'll be back next week, and we will talk about all the state basketball tournaments that will have been – yeah, will have been concluded. To, the, fu- to the championship games. To the championship games. games. Um, and we'll talk about the teams that will be going for state championships on that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday will be the 5A and 6A. Friday will be the 1A and 2A. Saturday will be the 3A and the 4A. At the Hot Springs Bank, Bank of the Ozark Arena. O- Arena, down at Hot Springs. Um, and, again, we talked about this, uh, uh, Ricky, last week. Basketball fans, if you want to see Nick Smith, probably. Okay, yeah, you're going to see him. Yeah, you want to yeah. see him. Nick Smith, Kalel Ware, uh, Darian Ford, yes. probably. Uh, you want to go see Jenna Lawrence and these Farmington girls play. Um, you know, Conway girls, uh, just so – and our boy our boy Fimp, 
uh, Fimp Dog at yep. North Little Rock and uh, and all that. Yanni Relliford um, at uh, at uh, Northside. Uh, my boy Landon Landon Glasper at Fayetteville and, and colorful his, and his up and Shoes. coming yeah his up and coming uh, uh, sophomore uh, buddies. Uh, it's Landon and Landon and the and the little guys is what it is. Although uh, Gaines is not little, he's yeah, a no. he, he's Ornette. a big little guy. Ornette's Ornette, a big old boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big old boy are you? Uh, so anyway, he uh, it's a lot of fun. Go down there. Go to Hot Springs. Make a weekend of it. Go catch a little horse racing. Go get you some McClard's barbecue and uh, and have some watch some great basketball because these kids deserve it. They, they're they our are. kids. They're our kids, and they deserve it. And go down there and support them, and take the family down there. And you know what, Major League Baseball, we don't care if you come back or not. I'm done with you. I'm done. I've been done with I'm them lying. years. When the Red Sox start playing, I'll keep up with them again. Oh, but for right now, for today, yeah. I'm done with them. All right, for today. For today. Okay. So that's it for this week's edition of Prep Ride the Podcast. We'll be back with you next week. I am Chip Souza for uh, Henry Apple, Ricky Fires, and Leland Barclay. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.